Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Careful making wishes in the Trent Rush. This is Brandon Marsh, the Los Angeles Angels and 66ers baseball. This is Joe Adele here with the Los Angeles Angels. I'm Tori Hunter Jr. You're listening to the All Angels Podcast. What is up? It is your boy Johnny Mags, joined as always with Dan Garcia. And Chris, the producer Johnson, is here as well, off mic. Forgot the mic. No mic, actually. Forgot the mic. But he's in his. That's my bad. Full but he's pro- here. He's in his full producer gear. We uh, will have a, uh, a Chronicles too. So yeah, I we will lend my mic for that one. There we go. So we are back. Uh, actually, since Dan recorded on Sunday, there's only been that Sunday game and then yesterday's game. They were off on Monday, so we'll recap Sunday and yesterday's game Tuesday as we're recording here on a Wednesday. Uh, we're about half hour be- before our first pitch, so. The Angels will get started while we're recording their second game against the uh, um, Arizona, Arizona Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks. Cole Calhoun led Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, crazy game last night, but we'll get into that one when exactly. we start the recap. So let's get into Sunday's game. That was a game in which Andrew Heaney took the hill, and again, Andrew Heaney, I felt, I feel like he's starting to, he's starting to come around. It's crazy to say this, like. It's taking a while, but it, I don't know. He looks better to me. Seven innings pitched, eight hits, three in runs, eight strikeouts. Have you liked, what have you liked about Heaney in these last couple of starts? No, you're right. And it seems like he is kind of making that turn to, um, and we kind of mentioned before, maybe not be the the ace, but maybe being like a solid number two, solid number three, um, which I guess any team, any competing team needs that. So, um yeah, you just kind of hope that he is turning that corner and he is conti- going to continue this kind of development, um, you know, because it is getting kind of towards the end where you, the Angels, I feel, need to make a judgment on him one way or the other. So, um, you know, you have the rest of the season to kind of play out and see how that is. But definitely, you know, between him and Bundy, um, those are probably the only two guys really in the or the um, rotation that you really feel comfortable um, when they're on the mound. Right. So we got an email actually about the pitching staff uh, about next year so. Keep that in mind. Uh, so yeah, let's let's get into the recap here. The Angels got on the board first in the second inning with three walks and then a pass ball. So they took the early one nothing lead and then the Rockies. So that, was, that was the thing though. All that happened and they got one run. Right. So that almost just, just kind of being you know an Angel fan in twenty twenty, you kind of had that feeling where that was your chance to jump up early and get three or four runs mm-hmm. easy. But only getting one was like oh this has. You know them coming back, uh, uh, Colorado coming back and biting us in the ass, written all over it. Right. You you would have liked for them to have got. I mean, they had the bases loaded. They had three right. walks, and then they they actually scored on a pass ball. It was like a miscommunication between the catcher and, and the pitcher. Up, yeah. Yeah. And so 
if that doesn't happen, the Angels don't score a run here. So, but they got on the board. The Rockies would eventually tie it up with a home run by Matt Camp. Big Matt Camp is what I call wow, him now. He's gotten big. Or like big he Matt is Camp. not Dodger Matt Camp anymore. No, he's a big boy, which is nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that, but I remember Matt Kemp being uh, second place MVP. Probably yeah, got MVP. Right. That was the uh, was it the was it Ryan Braun his his year? Yeah, and then we know what Ryan Braun got into yeah, later. So yeah, talk so, about the Dodgers getting screwed over, right? On that one. Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely World Series too. But anyway, we're not here to talk about the Dodgers or the Clippers. Choke, chokers, <laughs> chokers. <laughs> uh, they uh, they would actually the Angels would fall behind three one. But in the seventh inning, uh, Walsh would single home a run in the... Actually, no. They would score a run, and then in the eighth, um, this would happen off of the bat of uh, Walsh. Back up the middle, and Story can't come up with it. It's an RBI single. Simmons will score, and the Angels are down a run. Stays hot. Gooby said it right there. Uh, Walsh, Brandon Walsh is really... Jared. Jared. Brandon is from 90210. See? Jesus Christ. Um, Jared Walsh has been real... Um, He's only been on the podcast. Right. Twice. Sorry, Jerry. He's a guy <laughs> that I actually like. I really like Jared Walsh. But anyway, really just coming through in situations that, you know, we otherwise expect, you know, we expect the Rendons, we expect it from the, the Trouts, even the Fletchers. But to get this kind of production from Brand or Jared said it again, Jared Walsh. Just say Walsh. Walshy. There you go. Walsh-y. Get this produ- production from Walshy in the you know, he's been getting moved up in the lineup because of the fact that he's right. been he's hot. Getting, so and it seems like honestly right now it seems like if he's not playing first, he's DHing with a struggling Otani. Um, you know, Walsh has definitely stepped up and has um, kind of taken that spot. You know, like mm-hmm. that first base slash DH spot over. And like we mentioned this in, the, in another podcast, I don't know if it's because he's not pitching. Because um, come to find out, he was kind of he got injured a little bit during spring training, and because of that, they kind of shut down his pitching for the year. I, I don't know how you go back to it if he continues this kind of streak and he's legitimately competing for a first base spot next year. I don't know how you 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 put him in a bullpen situation like. He's cranking out. He's probably the, the the hottest player on the team right now. Yeah, I mean, the thing with Walsh is that he, last year in Triple A hit thirty six home runs. Um, so the power's there, and if he can add that production that we're missing from Otani, and, and then even be become like you said that that competing for that first base spot next year, I don't see how you take right. away his reps in the cage, no. getting better. Uh, Offensively, because you know he's twenty seven, so he's older than I think a lot of people think. Um, so he doesn't have a lot of time. Not I don't want to say not doesn't have a lot of time, but you know you kind of figure he's twenty seven and he's kind of done this, you know, uh, a two way player thing for a little bit. If he's gonna make you know any kind of legitimate big money, I think it's going to be on the offensive side like this. And if he can put a season or two together and then get into the arbitration and, you know, for him, make some legit, you know, serious money. It's funny as we're talking about him and as you were talking about him, he is right over your shoulder. That's Scooby. They were, they, well, not right now, but as you were talking about Walshy, right over your shoulder, they were showing clips of him just smashing the ball and just, just going like all over the place with the ball. Right. So yeah, just, I'm glad to see that Walshy is bringing that production that we're missing from, especially from a left-hander in Otani. Like, he's well, really exactly. filling in that he's, void. He's filling that spot, yep. yeah. So, anyway, after that, in the eighth inning, uh, Albert would come up to the plate and hit home run number 660 to pull the Angels ahead 4-3. to three. 
Albert Sky went down the left field line, hit well. He's watching this one go. That is gone. Big fly number 660 for Albert Pools. He is just now tied Willie Mays on the all-time home run list. And as Victor just said, he tied the Say Hey Kid, Willie Mays, with homer number 660. Next one will be 661, putting him ahead of Mays as he just continues to make his way up to the top of that list. Obviously, I don't think he'll get to the top. Right. But just making his way up that list, and he's, you know, he just passed up uh, a run in RBIs. It's, it's pretty cool to, we've said it before, to see this happening right be- before our eyes. Obviously, not all of them came in Angels uniforms, but these milestones that he's getting to are, are always a, a cool thing to kind of reminisce about uh, the past and, and, and to really, I guess, appreciate Albert Pujols because as Angel fans, we didn't see the Albert Pujols that, you know, the Cardinals the Cardinal, fans got to yeah. see, but uh-huh. we're able to look back at his career and say, man, 660 home runs, that's no joke. No, it's cool, too. So we were, me and my wife were actually watching the game when it was happening, and, you know, obviously with no fans there, it was easy for them to kind of get the ball and authenticate it and, you know, put in a case and do what they want with it. So she asked me, does he get to keep the ball? So I'm asking you, if you pass, if you're Albert and you pass, not pass yet, but you tie a major milestone like 660, are you keeping 660 or are you keeping 661? I'm keeping 661 because that's, that's, that's the one I, that, yeah. that broke the record. Or the next yeah, one up. Or, yeah, that yeah. got you past uh, 660 if they want to take it to the Hall of Fame that's or do what whatever. That's what I was thinking. Like, yeah. You probably, being Albert, you probably gets one of them and then the other one goes to the Hall of Fame or, or something right. along those lines just because uh, you know let's be frank he's going to be there right you right know, when when it's over so yeah it's just something interesting to where I wasn't sure you know obviously 661 I would too so I was wondering about uh, what you felt on that one absolutely yeah 661 is the one to keep but anyway Angels take the 4-3 lead on that two run home run by Albert Pujols they would actually score one more run on a infield single by Ward and that would be it as the Angels won this one 5-3 to three. good win against the Rockies especially after dropping that first one right so you know just continue to win series. I know that every loss is important right now, but we also need to be realistic and know that the Angels aren't going to win every single game. But right. as long as they're winning every series, they're giving themselves, they're staying competitive. And that's, I think, what we we spoke about a couple podcasts ago where it's one thing going out there and just losing all the time and expecting yeah. them to lose. But now at least they're staying competitive. They're winning series and they're keeping things, you know, they're keeping things kind of, what's the word, like, interesting for us i guess yeah you know they're i guess they're technically still in it they're they're mathematically still in it i just you know and i guess that's what it is they're kind of making it interesting that way Mm -hmm. but you know i just don't know realistically exactly what the odds are i mean stranger stuff has happened if they go on another win streak you know starting tonight again we're recording this wednesday uh before first pitch if they go on a streak tonight into next week you know then anything can happen but um, yeah, I guess they, they are kind of hanging, you know, keeping the keeping it close, keeping it close for a little bit. Yeah, that's all you can hope for. So anyway, with that w- one, more, one more thing about this game, and again, this is kind of what I touched on Sunday, is that it's so frustrating as a fan, and the biggest thing with the bullpen, and the bullpen comes in after high, or uh, I think I'm the game, but I know the Saturday, oh yeah, they beat the Rockies, never mind, false alarm continue as you were <laughs> all right so they had an off day on monday and they started the series against the arizona diamondbacks here at the big a uh yesterday as we we're recording here on a wednesday and julio Tehran took the the bump Oof. 
And it was rough. Uh, two innings pitched, three hits, four in runs, one walk. That's I was it the second inning when he gave up those home runs back to back, where it just kind of imploded on him a bit. Yeah, well, I mean, he gave up home those runs two, in the first in the first, and, inning. In the first two innings, but yeah, yeah that you know, <laughs> yeah, the first inning gives up a home run to who else? Wow, Cole Calhoun, the missing link. Is yeah, Cole Calhoun gets a, a home run, two run home run. But yeah, then he gives up a back to back home runs in the second inning, both solo shots. But still, you know. Um, you, you you have an inning like the first you give up two okay you kind of feel like you're you'll be okay but then to kind of keep it you know where you keep on getting up runs and runs and runs and I mean the first four innings for the Diamondbacks they get uh, what was it seven eight runs eight, runs, eight yeah. runs in the first four innings yeah I have it written here that this was a crazy game uh, Angels fell behind just like like Dan said eight and nothing the Diamond Diamondbacks scored in the First four innings, but then the Angels rallied, man. Right. They scored five runs in the fifth, two in the sixth, and they tied it. We're in, we're here we are, you know, we're like, sweet, man. This Yeah. Five it, in the fifth, that was a fun inning. Yeah. And it, <laughs> it, it was one of those one of these games where you're like, because, you know, they've done it already a couple of times where they fell behind by a lot and then before you knew it, they oh shoot, we're back in it. But unfortunately, in the eighth inning, a home run off the bat of Peralta, I think, uh, put the Diamondbacks ahead for good. Angels lose this one, 9-8. Although they lost, the one thing that we've always said is that this team can score runs. And they know? can. I mean, it, they, they've shown that they can score runs. It's just, you know, Julio Tehran, for a while there, wasn't even supposed to be in the rotation. But then, I think due to injury or something like that, now he's back in the rotation. Um you need something from him more than that. I mean, honestly, if he gives the kind of what we mentioned, if he gives up those two runs and kind of stops the bleeding there and kind of, you know, set it straight and maybe only goes three or four innings, but still kind of keeps it regular, doesn't blow up, then you just have an awesome chance at it. I mean, we kind of mentioned it with Walsh, who hit another home run in this game, and Upton, who hit a home run mm-hmm. in this game. Yep. These guys, especially Upton, has is really coming around at the latter part of the year, which like we said before, if this was a regular season, this is exactly what you would want. A guy like Upton getting hot around the, like the 50-game mark, and he could carry it for the rest of the season. Being that it's such a small season, it, it's not helping you much, but it definitely um, looks good going into next year. Yeah. You know, uh, little what do you like? Little minor victories in a in a otherwise bad season. You know, that's what you look for. Little silver linings that yeah you can look forward to next year. You know, Walsh being one of them for sure. Dylan Bundy being another one for sure. So there's pieces there. They just need to puzzle it together now. And with, rem- with, you know, and remember when uh, a lot of the fans wanted uh, Madison Bumgarner? Ooh, what mm. an outing by him! Five, mm. five, five and a third, thirteen hits. Eight earned runs. Uh, he has an eight point five three ERA. So again, just because it's a f- big name doesn't mean you know. Yeah, going to be great forever. Yeah, uh, Angels lose this one nine to eight. Again, as we're recording right now, it's not quite first pitch. Uh, we're a couple minutes away from that, but they play the Diamondbacks today, then tomorrow, which is uh, Thursday. Thursday afternoon. And, game. Yeah, and then they have the Rangers for four. So you know, again, they. They got to win. They got to go on a streak here if they want to keep their hopes really, really alive. Um, me right now, I'm just looking at them to be competitive. Like, so man, you're just, telling me there's a chance? Exactly, there is. But I'm realistic. I'm super realistic. I know what this team is. Anything can happen, though. Really, anything can happen. But again, I'm not holding my breath. Right? No, I, I, I completely agree. You're gonna need, as Chris is doing, the um, Angels in the outfield. 
uh, what do you call it, the flap. I don't know. Johnny was the um, star of the movie, so he would know better than I. But yeah, I mean, you, you have against this game against the next two games against Arizona. Then you have a four game series, like you mentioned, against Texas. Out of those six games, if they need, I think, honestly, be with Houston kind of heating up now, you're going to need to win four of those games. And not to mention, after those games, you're playing the Padres, who are really um, on fire right now. So, um, your NL team. Yes. What? What? Huh? Your NL team? Yeah, my NL team. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, the Friar Faithful. Don't hate. Um, but yeah, so uh, it's going to be interesting to see the next week when we come back here next Wednesday. I mean, and by the time we we meet up next Wednesday, it's going to be the final, what, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, last five days of the season. Oh, man. So it's going to be make or break time. So that's what I'm saying. You have to win probably four out of the next six to continually be kind of in that mix. Otherwise, you know, it's it's going to be over by then. And, you know, not just that, but the teams ahead of them have to kind of lose some games here and there, too. Yeah, so. but, I mean, either way, they're going to have to kind of, you know. you got to win your games. Just yeah, they have, it that take, way. they have to take care of their business yeah, first before you, win your games. you can really worry about what the Astros or uh, any of those other guys are doing um, ahead of them. But, yeah, it's, it's going to be it's gonna be interesting. Um, I, I We talked about it so many times, the whole tanking thing. Obviously, they're not doing mm-hmm. it, and I, and I agree with it completely. So, um and hopefully they're able to get this win, the next two wins against Arizona, and, and kind of get this ball rolling. And Bun, Bundy, uh, Cy Bundy, is pitching tonight, so that's a good way of starting a streak is putting your best pitcher out there, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe in some way weird way they can start pitching Bundy and Haney back to back days. Let's see, let's see. Yeah, also keep our fingers crossed. So that's it for the weekend review. Again, like we said, they only they only played two that games. Sunday game, off day Monday, and then they played last night on on Tuesday as right. we record here on a Wednesday. So um, I got nothing uh, right now. And if you want to go to commercial break and then come back on the other side, we got a curator's chronicles, and then of course we got the emails. Uh, so without with that being said, let's take a quick commercial break. We'll catch you guys on the other side. Oh, those are the screams I used to make when I would cut myself shaving before I knew about Manscaped. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Manscaped, for turning my loud shrieks here into multiple peaks here. Cream of the crop. Man, start taking notes because Manscaped accidents are finally a thing of the past. Oh, yeah. Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 has been beautifully designed to reduce painful nicks and tugs. Yeah, those nicks and tugs are gone. This is their third generation tremor featuring advanced skin safe technology. Oh, yeah. Technology so you keep your bad boys nice and smooth. Yeah, nice and smooth. Yeah, that's right. And Manscaped Engineering Team obsess over technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. They spent 18 months, yeah, 18 months perfecting that great ball hair trimmer ever created. They just released new and improved lawnmower 3.0, yeah, the cream of the crop, yeah, too sweet to be sour, yeah. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last you 90 minutes so you can take longer shave. And that water-resistant technology allows you to shave in the shower, too. Oh, yeah, and the shower after that, after that long match, uh-huh, yeah. One of the coolest features is an LED light that illuminates grooming areas for a closer, more precise trimming. So many people have written in stories about the lawnmower 3.0 and have sent your man here, yeah. Sent them pictures so I could see the smoothness for myself. And I'll tell you something, man, they ain't kidding, they ain't kidding. This is a cream of the crop, yeah, oh, God, oh, yeah. You need to try this out for yourself. Get 20% off plus free shipping when you use armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off when you use armchair at manscaped.com. Oh, yeah. Hey, what's 
up? Johnny Catfish here, ambassador for Groom Goon Beard and Body Care. Are you tired of your beard feeling rough and not so fresh? Do yourself a favor and do what I did and check out www.groomgoon.com. Groom Goon carries a variety of beard oils and beard and body soaps that will leave your beard feeling soft and smelling great all day long. Don't just take my word for it. Go check it out for yourself. Again, that's www.groomgoon.com. And at checkout, use discount code CATFISHTHEGOON, all one word, CATFISHTHEGOON, and receive 15% off your purchase. Why choose Groom Goon? Well, because your beard deserves it. Listen to my show, The Punk Corner, on KJ Epic Radio, every Thursday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. There's no shortage of action going on with our partner over at BetOnline.ag. The sports world is slowly making its way back with the NBA announcing its return in late July. But right now, UFC, boxing, NASCAR, and international soccer all have resumed play, and BetOnline has the best odds for their upcoming games and matches. Need more? BetOnline has simulated NBA, NFL, UFC live every day for our devoted gamblers and check it out. BetOnline also offers hundreds of casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit BetOnline on your computer or mobile device and join now to receive your welcome bonus. That's BetOnline.ag, your online wagering experts. It's a beautiful day for a ball game. Another edition of the Curator's Chronicles. It's me, Chris the Curator Johnson, um, bringing to you some Angels history. Uh, always one of my favorite things to do in life is talk about history and especially Angels history. Uh, if you're watching the live stream on Facebook, YouTube, um, or it'll be there for you later. Um, one thing we've been doing this whole season is showcasing some Angels memorabilia. And uh, I don't think you can talk about Angels baseball without talking about John. Gene Autry. Oh, okay. On, Gene Autry, man. We have no Angels baseball without Gene Autry. I don't know. Do the Angels exist without Gene Autry? Do the Angels exist without the Dodgers? Is a bigger oh, question. No. I'm going to take it there. Anyway, where did where did Gene Autry go for? That's another discussion. Where did he go to the winter meetings for in 1961? To buy rights to, to radio for uh, Golden West, but to broadcast Angels games, Dodgers games. Dodgers games. Anyways, <laughs> dude, don't ruin it. Don't ruin it for these Angel fans. What a right? buzzkill. Anyways, uh, so Gene Autry. Um, Known as the Singing Cowboy, right? Uh, saying Rudolph the Red-Nosed mm-hmm. uh, Reindeer. We're back in the saddle again. Yes, yeah. they did play. They played when they went on the field, I believe, after they won the World Series. Right. Um, with Tim Salmon, hat. he held uh, Gene Autry's famous cowboy hat. So the piece of memorabilia I present to you today, my friends, is a my only... Uh, Gene Autry autograph that I own 
but it's actually a letter that he sent. If you're watching this online, or if you're listening on the podcast on, um, you know, on Apple or iTunes, whatever it may be. Um, what I'm showing right now is a letter he sent uh, thanking a country western musical act, um, um, and but saying he cannot be in attendance to their. Uh, to the to the event in which they're nominated into the Western Music Association Hall of Fame, I cordially uh, reject the invitation. So, um, what's cool about this is if you if you can see it, the letterhead, um, it looks like a CA from afar, but it also is it a G? Custom letterhead that says GA for Gene Autry. Nice. Uh, that's pretty cool. This nice. Sent in 1996, and he would go on to die and pass away in 1998. Yeah. Um, he married his Jackie Autry, was his actually bank teller. Yes, sir. Security Pacific yep. Bank, Touching. which my my grandparents both worked at, and I think they actually knew Jackie Autry back in the day. Wow. Um, and uh, the Parker Hotel, which is a really swanky hotel. Uh, located off Palm, I think it's Palm Drive out in, in Palm Springs. Yeah, Palm Springs mm-hmm. still there. They had a reality show one year, but that's the his residence, which also became the Gene Autry Hotel. Uh, so a lot of stuff woven into Southern California history. But um, Gene Autry, um, I think Angel fans who know the team before. 2002 um, will always kind of hold up Gene Autry and um, he's kind of always ingrained into the franchise history let's go I would never have known that that was a GA Unless Chris would have said something, because I was looking well, at the said, letterhead. Like, like he said, unless you're up close and yeah. actually looking for it, yeah, your eye is so trained on seeing that CA mm-hmm. that you just automatically assume that's the CA. You don't even think really think twice about it. You don't see that a lot either. Right. But hell, if you own the team, why the hell not? Like this sweet purple and gold CA hat I got on right now. Wow, you can see someone's peacocking. <laughs> How dare you! Anyway. Yeah, moving on. Anyway, L.A. our way, all right? L.A. our way. Uh, Angel's way, baby. <laughs> Welcome to the All Lakers podcast. Uh, no. There's probably like 20,000 of those. <laughs> yeah, they are, there is, there is. They're not number three like we are. Um, oh, yeah. We'll tell you about that later. Uh, yeah, so let's let's get into uh, <laughs> let's get into some uh, email questions again. You guys can always email us at uh, allangelspodcast at gmail dot com, or if you don't follow us on, or if you follow us on uh, social media, Halo underscore Haven on both Twitter and Instagram. You can also hit us up there. But usually on our email is where we check, you know, our questions for the show, and that's probably your best chance to not get lost in the shuffle. Right, exactly. So. First question from Lamar Washington, loyal listener. Um, so, what up, fellas? Honest opinion on Taylor Ward. From listening to you, uh, I from listening, I know your feelings somewhat on him, but be honest. Um, and he is he a guy that sticks around? Seems like Joe likes him a lot. I think Joe likes him a lot. I a think lot. Joe does too. Um, Madden, not 
Adele. Yeah. Adele? Well, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Madden, just right. clearing that up. You know what? Taylor Ward, to me, and I think we touched on it on the last time we were together on the podcast, where, okay, if he's going to be your utility guy, I see him being mm-hmm. an okay piece. Like yeah, an okay I think, piece. I think but, that utility role is probably his peak. Yeah, especially if he can play the infield and the outfield, which he he's has shown to that, know he, that can he can do it respectfully. You know, um, I think it shows too that at times when they need to um, have like a quote unquote defensive. Um, not replacement. Yeah, defense replacement. He's it's been him, Joe, and Trout in the outfield. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So obviously they have enough uh, confidence in him that way. But um, offensively, I just don't think he produces enough to no. to to be in the lineup uh, day in and day out. He's not a guy that Joe Madden is going to find always find a way to put him in that lineup, or he doesn't need to be in the lineup. Of course, Joe's going to like him because of his versatility. But like you said, offensively, like. He's just not the guy that a lot of people were hoping that he would be, you know, like what, three, four, three years ago when we, we both, I think we both mentioned that we kind of wish they would have flipped them when he was, uh, when his he was high AAA side was up. And yeah. And he hit like 30 something. Yeah. Uh, and he was a catcher. Runs. Well, no, he was a third baseman. <laughs> was then, he a third baseman? He didn't, he, I don't remember. I don't think he was a catcher past low A or okay. high A. I mean, I think once he got a double and triple, I think they, that's when they moved him. But, um, yeah, I, I think the platoon role is probably where he peaks out at. And if he can make, you know, a solid career out, out of that, then good for him. But, yeah, I don't think you're going to see him um, in the everyday lineup. And then even, too, uh, honestly, he might be one of those guys that when it comes to his arbitration time, Angels might feel to might feel like they can get that kind of production from someone else and might non-tender him. I don't know. We'll see yeah. um, how that goes down the line. But yeah, I, I, I think what he's doing right now is kind of what you'll see from him uh, permanently, I guess, yeah. you know, throughout yeah. his career. So. Um, this next one from Ruben, he says, uh, what pictures are the Angels look like? What pictures on the Angels... Uh, do they keep beyond 2021? Heaney. And right now, I mean, Dylan Bundy's... I think Dylan Bundy... How do you not? I think, well, the thing about Dylan Bundy, he's a free agent past 2021. So they have him for this year or next year. Mm-hmm. Um, so by then, I think he'll be, what, 29-ish? So that's kind of concerning a little bit, depending if he has like, two good years. If he has two good years with the Angels... What's his asking price, and and what are you kind of seeing him past thirty? Mm-hmm. So that kind of concerns me. But then um, you have a, a lot of young guys. I think Canning will be involved in there somewhere. Yeah, Canning. Um, Jaime, we didn't really talk about him a lot because he had, he didn't pitch during those two games. But I think he might be someone in the mix. He seems to be getting better as the season gets on goes on. So um, Bundy, I don't know. Depending on how that free agency is going to work out, but. Um, I, I think you can definitely see like a Canning, um, Jaime. Uh, um, you know, if it's two years, you know, where's Reed Detmer's going to be? Where is Chris Rodriguez going to be in two years? Um, those are the guys that might be like in that AAA, ready to break through by that time kind of deal. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, those, especially those two young uh, uh, pitchers are with the Angels in a couple years. Right. Again, guys, I mean... 
you look at everybody on the Angels staff, and they're all like you said, young guys. I mean, you, you got Sandoval, you got Berea. Sandoval, right? We'll see what Sandoval. You know, does he? And that's something that kind of happened today before we recorded. What Sandoval got called back up. Mm. Joe said that he is going to be in the bullpen, and which kind of surprised me. I thought he would take. Uh, um, Julio Tehran spot because um, granted Sandoval has struggled the second and third time through the lineup but he's been really good the first time through where you look at Julio and he's just been bad <laughs> first second third whatever time through the lineup so um, for Madden to come out and say that Sandoval is going to be out of the bullpen right now kind of surprised me I thought mm-hmm. um, you would flip Julio into the bullpen and then Sandoval um in the rotation, so you know it's it can still happen, but that's what I was kind of hoping for. Yeah, he can be a major spot in the rotation in the next couple of years. They're, mm-hmm. just, they're so young that twenty twenty one year is going to determine a lot and what they're going to do after that year. Absolutely, yep, I agree. And yet, a second question: He's all with Artie, with Artie Moreno's love for position players. What do you think of the chances of acquiring Francisco Lindor this off season if we don't end up with a uh, top pitcher and and Johnny's kind of showing it right now on our YouTube. Zero uh, percent. Yeah, I, no. You know, you don't. <laughs> that's not priority at all, right now. Like, well, especially because at the end of this season, he's still under contract until twenty twenty one. Right. The Indians have mentioned that they are wanting to move him. Yeah, right. But do they are the Angels a fitting piece? In- not only that, but you have big contracts for Trout and Rendon. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess if you're going to use another one of your big contracts, you're going to want to use it for a Pitching, pitcher. Yeah. Right. And secondly, here's the thing. Who are the Angels going to give up? Yeah, that's what do, I'm saying. Do the Indians want anybody that the Angels have? Right. So, like, a trade-wise, so, I don't think it works just, out for no. them. And then even, okay, let's just put it off until when he does hit free agency in 2021. Um, you're going to want that big salary slot to be – for a pitcher. Exactly. So, Priorities, folks. So we'll see um, how that goes. Priorities. Uh, it, it looks like Chris is on Instagram Live. Is there any questions popping up on Instagram Live at all? Simmons talk. Simmons. Okay. So Simmons is... <laughs> Simmons. Simmons. Let's go Simmons. So Simmons is a free agent at the end of the year. It had come out, uh, I believe, Monday or Tuesday, probably Tuesday before the game, uh, that there has not been really any negotiations with Simmons to this point. Um, but he has gone a lot, done a lot better um, since his he returned from his injury. So, how do you feel about Simmons right now? Uh, look, he's a guy that the Angels really need to look at and say, okay, how many years does he want, and how much money, like how big of a contract does he want? I don't think the Angels should go beyond. I think three years is pushing it already. You know, and that's pushing it. I, if, if you can sign him to a two-year deal at, you know, relatively decent money, I see why not. But I also see the side where you didn't trade him, so he's either going to walk or stay. And if he walks away, I don't think the Angels are too afraid of that because we've talked about this before. They got a guy in Fletcher that's totally capable of taking that spot for the next two years until they can figure out what they want to do there. Right. You know, especially with, you know, if Barreto can turn into the guy that can be serviceable at second base, if Renhifo can turn the corner and maybe be that second baseman, you don't have a problem up the middle there. So I don't think Simmons is that big of a piece where the Angels need to really worry what's going to happen with him. If they can re-sign him for like a two-year deal with maybe a third option 
at not such a crazy amount of money. I don't see why the Angels shouldn't get him, mm-hmm. but they shouldn't. I personally don't think they should bend their, you know, bend backwards to try to get him. Yeah, I think like a two-year, three-year deal at the right. most is probably right. perfect for the Angels and Simmons. Uh, like I mentioned, he when he did, he's been back since injury. Um, came back August twenty first. He's playing twenty games since then. Again, this is um, before Wednesday's night game, but. Um, one of the big things we've always mentioned is that he seems like he's always trying to hit the long ball. Yeah, man. And it seems like since the injury, I don't know if on purpose or just kind of happened, but he hasn't hit any home runs, but yet he's still batting um, over 320. So, again, you know, if this is the image you're going to get where he can get on base and, and let guys uh, knock him in, again, he's, he, has, he, has, he has seven RBIs, but he's walked seven times. So, mm. um, obviously, he's, he's done better in that aspect as far as getting on base. And I think that's what the Angels need. The Angels don't need a power-hitting shortstop when you have um, Trout. And then, again, if Upton can kind of turn a corner and, and continue to be the 30-home-run guy, 25-home-run guy in a regular season, you don't need that. And then same thing with Joe. If Joe can uh, – um, Figure out a swing, and he, I mean, he's shown the power. Right, he he's a guy that can hit. You know, next year I wouldn't be surprised if he hits through a four whole season. If he hits like 15, 20 home runs, right. I wouldn't be That's surprised. Where I see that. That's where I see so, him. So you know, if Simmons is kind of willing to, I guess, take that role as, hey, let me be like a Fletcher, get on base, and let my guys hit me hit me home. Then, um, yeah, two, three years, three at the most, are probably. <laughs> Where I feel the most comfortable with him. Yep. Uh, anything past that, you're, I think you're honestly really, really pushing it. And um, don't, I, I just don't think the Angels need to do that. Kind of like what you said, because of the Fletcher in the um, in, in 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 the organization, and honestly, can do it really well. Yep. So, um, but yeah, going back to the original question, Francisco Lindor, I think is no, there's no need for that. So, uh, yeah, I just I just think that's not an issue nope. at all, or not a, a not a, not a, even a topic, thought in my yeah. mind for sure. So the next one is from Duncan Healy. He's from, of course, a Dead Horse Alaska uh, loyal listener, and he even proves it in this one. He says, hey, guys, I want to give Johnny some credit. I remember last year you saying that you liked Walsh over Thice and Ward, so props to you on that. But, man, Walsh has been on it. Uh, Dead Horse loves the All Angels podcast. Well, thank you, Duncan. And, yeah, I, um, I, something about Jer- uh, Jared Walsh. See, I said it right that time. You, you said it so many times wrong yeah. that you just have zero. Com- I don't have no confidence in it. In yeah, it. Walshy, Walshy, though, um, something about him that will, I just, I don't know, man. I like I like his approach at the plate, like his stance and stuff. Like he's got such a sweet. I mean, it took him a while. And maybe maybe you don't blame him really because I mean the way the season started and all that stuff. It, it's just real rough to kind of get started, but. If this is a Walsh, because the Walsh that was in AAA last year who had 36 home runs and, and drove in 100 RBIs, um, I don't think that's a total fluke. I don't think that that's something that you can look past. The PCL is a league where the ball flies, but yeah, it, it but carries, you still have it to carries really well. right. But you still have to make contact, and everything else has to go right. And I don't think that's something you can kind of fake or be fluky with. And he's showing it now. Just the approach that he has at the plate, I think it was more. But, you know, earlier on, I think it was more him pressing, trying to do too much. Now, where he's just relaxed and he's like, you know what, I'm going to go out there. And you can just tell by his swing. He's going line to line. He's gapping the ball a lot, driving the ball more. Uh, man, the home run. The home run, the home run I mean, yesterday. Man. What was the launch angle? It was like a 14 or 17 degree. Yeah, that it thing, was a line. That thing looked like a like he rolled over like a ground ball. Now, that thing just shot out. A straight line. But you know what? When you hit line drives, that's what you want to do as a baseball player. I know you, all you want to do is hit the ball back up the middle, hit line drives, home runs are mistakes. 
uh, but he's just all you want to do is, is is throw your hands to the ball and and it looks like that's what he's doing really well right now, making good contact. So I, I like I said, yeah, I like him. I've liked him more than I did Dice, and I like him more than Ward for sure. Um, out of those, you know, those that crop of guys who were in the minor league system together, Ward, Dice, um, Walsh, um, Fletcher, but Fletcher, Fletcher's killing it. Fletcher's on another level, but. I love Walshy, and um, yeah, he's doing a great job. I, like we t- mentioned earlier, he's going to be a guy who next year definitely is going to get looked at as maybe being that platoon first baseman with Albert Pujols and Albert's last year of his contract. Yeah, and, and it's very easily he could be the first baseman, and Albert's was the one yeah, bouncing being, back and uh-huh. forth between DHing and first base. Yeah, no doubt. And, and Walsh is the consistent mm-hmm. um, in there. But yeah, like, I mean, this last month has been absolutely crazy. I'm like, you know, obviously from the beginning of September to now, um, Batting over 400. We're talking about uh, 17 hits, six home runs, 16 RBIs. Uh, only struck out struck out six times, which yeah. I really like. Yeah, uh, it doesn't strike out a lot. Um, we're talking about on base plus slugging at you know 14.22. So I guess it doesn't matter what number you look at. He's been killing it for the last month, and. Um, you know, if, if that's because when he went he, again, he was here earlier in the year. Then it got sent back down in early August. Came back late in August. That time at Long Beach, maybe they, you know, found something or something clicked for him, whatever. But um, yeah, if he can continue the streak, he needs to be that that first baseman come opening day, twenty twenty one, and and honestly give him a full one hundred sixty two season. And, and you know, can he put up thirty home runs? I mean, you look at it now. He put up six in this just this month. Can he put up, you know, 30? It's going to be really interesting to see, especially if he continues to develop and continue to grow because, you know, a power-hitting first baseman, it's always nice to have. Yeah, he's a big boy. So it's not like you look at him and say, no, nah, there's no way this guy can hit 30. You know, you look at him and you're like, yeah, it's a 25-30 home run guy just by just by looking at his physique. You know what I mean? Right, like, exactly. He's a big guy. Uh, but, man, the power is there. He's showing it at the lower levels. He's showing it now. Now, we've, now that we've seen it, we're like, okay, okay, yeah. So... Yeah, Walshy is a guy who definitely next year is going to get a very good. People are going to keep the the, the Joe and in the coaching staff is going to keep their eye on him, and they're going to have to eventually, if he keeps producing, man, keep him in the lineup every day. Yeah, there's just no way, and that's you know, and Madden has mentioned for this season that that's the main reason why uh, some of these guys are getting way more playing time than like an Otani or, or people like that because you got to go with the hot hand, and and Jared has that hot hand, and you're going to have to run with it until. Um, until it runs out, mm-hmm. and so we'll see how how that goes. But you know, Jared obviously is on a roll and um, can only get hopefully get better from here and, and help the Angels moving forward. Absolutely. Um, any more emails there? That was the last good? one. All right. So yeah, you guys, if you guys want to email the show, it's all Angels Podcast at gmail dot com or on our social medias, Twitter and Instagram at Halo underscore Haven. Like I mentioned before, we get a lot of like. You know DMs on the Instagram and stuff like that. So if you don't want you want your question answered for sure, all angels podcast at gmail dot com to to shoot your camp comments, questions, concerns to the show. Uh, Duncan, you want to shout out you know Dead the horse. curator on there. You know I know that's your favorite segment. Um, or you got questions for curator myself or Daniel. It, that's where that's where you need to send them to. Yeah, exactly. And two, um, so obviously we're doing this on YouTube, so we're trying to get. Um, more people there too so subscribe to our YouTube page it's The Halo Haven um, on YouTube subscribe mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, I think we might be trying this a couple of times too to uh, uh, 
for especially for now and then maybe put up some videos during the off season and stuff like that mm-hmm. but definitely look it up on youtube the halo haven on youtube because if you just type in halo haven i found out there's a lot of halo uh uh video game players out there oh yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. the halo haven on youtube and before uh we go again a quick update on our strikeout total for the angels coming into Wednesday's night game again we are um, donating a dollar for every strikeout the Angels throw this year and with a week and a half left the Angels are at um, donating to the Tyler Skaggs Foundation with a week and a half left uh, the Angels are at 418 strikeouts that's $418 for the Tyler Skaggs Foundation Um, uh, we will donate uh, at the end of the year where do we go and buy a big check from? I'm glad you mentioned that. I actually Googled it. And guess what? Amazon literally has everything you big need. Big check. So, yeah, we're going to try to work something out to where we can uh, give them a, a, one of those a big, big check. check. Like you see at like the old school golf tournaments. And if you're a, a fan of Happy Gilmore like I am, mm-hmm. the one that he won at the end of uh, coming in last at a golf tournament but yet still wanted one of those big checks so uh definitely something we can uh, look up on amazon and i have looked up they have one cool so i want to to present carly and debbie a big check yes so that's definitely something we're going to work out maybe it's just foam board get your cricket maybe i do have a cricket maybe maybe chris will make one (laughs) chris can make one we'll see we could put our logo on it could put their logo on it so um yeah that's definitely something we're going to look forward to doing once the season's over and then uh who knows maybe we will record a little bit of it and throw it up on our youtube page no doubt see that's why you got to follow the halo haven the halo haven on 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 uh on YouTube quick story back in the day like when um I don't know if you guys well Dan, Dan's a little younger than us but <laughs> a little you know about six <laughs> seven years um like AOL chat Yahoo chat rooms back in the day like I'm talking like 2000 2001 okay so my my you guys if you guys want to follow me on Instagram um I Halo, thought you were going to say on Halo no. AOL chat <laughs> you guys want to uh, follow me on Instagram that's uh Halos fan 1524 but that's always been my like tag Halos fan or Halo fan like halo fan like that's always been my thing it was like halos fan 15 or whatever it was and uh so i was on um one of the google yahoo chat rooms or might have been aol chat rooms and you know i'm like you know trying to be all cool i'm like this 18 19 year old kid on there like hey what's up ladies blah 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 blah. so i was talking to this one girl and and i'm like oh she's like oh halo fan you play halo i'm like i had no idea what this was i I think halo at the time was probably a computer game right like a computer game um, but like Halo fan, and that's when I realized, holy crap, they think I'm some like gamer, gamer. nerd, you know. Before you know? his time, see, knowing so now, I'm like, ah. knowing, I about to say, knowing yeah. now what it is today, you should mm-hmm. took up Halo. Maybe you would have been like some multi millionaire gamer right now, uh-huh. be actually doing this in an actual real studio, right? Exactly. But you know, I missed the boat on that one. But that's right. when I realized that, yeah, dude, Halo, like the Halo Game. radio gamer guys, it's huge. That's big. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. a big deal. So yeah. Hey, the Halos and Haven then, or the Halo Haven. The Halo Haven. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's our YouTube page. And then obviously you can always follow us on our social media stuff, so Twitter and Instagram at Halo underscore Haven. We are always there posting stuff. Um so obviously the season's coming up or coming to an end, so we are gonna have to have a meeting and see how we're gonna do this at the end of the at the end of the year, but uh, we will still be around in the off season. 
Um, you can definitely look forward to like kind of like a recap. Yeah. Uh, we'll probably have some guys on uh, once the season's over. They're a lot easier to get a hold of once the season's over. So, yeah. um, oh, yeah, with no us. doubt. No doubt. Um, all the fans that have over the past, you know, 60 games are going to be 60 games and through the quarantine and everything. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, you know, so we will continue to put out product even during the off season and, and hopefully you're along for the ride as and, well. And I'm sure we'll have like, a, even though the season's probably going to end not how we want it to. No, it's really sickly talking. Like, we'll have a recap show, and so then we'll tell me there's a chance. Right, there's a chance. But we'll have that recap show. We'll go over everything. It's crazy that you talk about this, man. When we were, I remember sitting in this room watching. The, remember when we did the recap of like I think it was like World Series games or whatever it was. When did we? When did we? Oh, we watched like game six and seven. Okay, so I remember. I remember watching those games thinking we're not going to have a season this is what we're going to be doing all year long we're going to be recapping old games doing all this kind of stuff but to, to to look back at these 60 games now it's it's crazy dude that we were able to fit in a season remember when this first started we're like are they even going to get through it they're going to get like 20 games and then things going to be cancelled which they probably should <laughs> yeah. have yeah. yeah after the Marlins after the uh, St. Louis mm-hmm. the Marlins the St. Louis thing and you're like oh crap here it comes but they this, did this a, is it. but they did a real good job after all that to yeah. really kind of just get through it but you know what and kind of piggybacking off of that the the spring training calendar did come out today, right, right? So now I'm super jazzed about that. And and if fans screw it, even if fans aren't allowed at games, we're fucking we're gonna be down there and we'll be hanging around the the, 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 the gates trying to look in exactly. But but um, no, definitely I mean, see Halo Haven at spring training 2020. Yeah, for sure. We're gonna yeah. have a drone that's gonna fly it over and that cause a game delay. I'm optimistic because there's already fans in certain areas. You well, know, I mean, you're seeing, it, you're seeing it at some football, football games, football games, and you're you're seeing it. It's at possibly it's, by the World Series. So yeah. fingers crossed. Hopefully, everything. Some you know, right. there can be kind of a breakthrough in the medical part of it, and hopefully. You know, numbers go down, but we we are really looking forward to again yeah. going to twenty twenty one spring training. Yeah. So with that being said, you know, follow us again on our social media, Halo underscore Haven. You guys want to uh, send us your messages at Halo or at All Angels Podcast at Gmail dot com. That's going to wrap it up for this week. We'll be back on Sunday well, with a quick show. Yeah, Sunday. Yeah. So just a heads up. Sunday we are. I am talking with. Uh, Michael Brown, you, you know him from the um, from he's been on he's been on it before. So uh, we're going to come and talk about baseball, just kind of baseball in general, and, and a little bit of Angels baseball. And then Wednesday we'll be back all together to do a regular we'll podcast and we'll, and we'll recap all that for sure. But uh, yeah, like I said before, by then by Wednesday we will we should we'll have a pretty good uh, idea if we are. Still in it, or if it's okay, let's start mathematically out. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, with that being said, you've listened to another edition of the All Angels Podcast. I am Johnny Banks. I am Dallin Garcia. And that's Chris Akira Johnson. We'll see you next week. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Have you ever wondered how to say good morning in Italian? Or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, what is happy birthday in German? Or how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today.